Real music, real interviews, real information. That's why we call it Real Gospel with the X-Men. to Charles Jenkins and Fellowship Chicago with Stephanie Mills, Never Knew Love. And right after this song, I welcome back the one, the only, Pastor Charles Jenkins. This is Real Gospel. Come on, right here. It was a blood. Shed on Calvary, come on. Shed on Calvary. No greater love. No greater love. Can never be shown to me.
Real Gospel is the place where God gets the glory and artists tell their stories. I am honored to have, I think they say the third time is a charm. This is the third time that you've been back with us, uh, Pastor Charles Jenkins. Welcome back to Real Gospel. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for having me, dear brother. The last time I spoke with you, it was just before uh, you made the major announcement. It, it, you didn't make it on this program. Let me be clear that uh, you were stepping down or retiring as pastor of your ministry in Chicago. Uh, what have you been up to since you have passed on the pastorate, as they say, in terms of uh, church ministry? Well, thanks again for having me back. And, and hello to everybody listening. I wrote a book about exactly what you just shared mm -hmm. when I announced that after 23 years of, of being a part of the, the pastoral leadership team at Fellowship of Chicago I went viral I trended on multiple social media platforms mm -hmm. yes you have every major news outlet in Chicago and many across the country wanted to talk to me. And so I was called by leading leaders across the body of Christ to ask me to write a book about, you know, this whole idea of transitioning, uh, passing the baton, peacefully transferring power. And so I wrote a book called Seasons to help people understand that all of our lives are framed in scenes and segments of time, one big timeline broken down into many different time periods, their beginnings and their endings, their starts and their finishes. And there is a such thing as starters blocks, but there's also a such thing as finding your finish line. Mm. And seasons can end and it not be drama or something's wrong or anger or frustration <laughs> or disappointment. True, true, true. But God can give you a green light, a yellow light, and he can give you a red light and it can be all good. And there can be a beautiful ending and also a beautiful new beginning. And so I wrote this book to help people understand that, that there are many different seasons in your life and you could be called to do something else and be something else and, and still serve God and love God and serve people. Because I've had some, some people say, well, you know, you never stop pastoring. People don't know what pastoring is. True. Yes, it's marrying, it's burying, it's teaching, it's preaching, it's winning souls. But the church is also a nonprofit organization, the nonprofit sector being the third largest business sector in the country. And it's good business. It's God's business. And it's everything nonprofit management. It's staff management. It's curriculum management. It's financial management. It's conflict resolution management. It's curriculum management. I mean, it, it's a long list of things. Pastors do a hundred jobs in one. And so in helping people understand, not just for pastors, but whoever you are, uh, whatever season of life you're in, you got to know several things. You got to know how to hear from God. Got to know how to discover your purpose. Got to know how to discern God's red lights, green lights, and yellow lights. Got to know how to navigate seasons of transition. And when everything changes around you and sometimes with you, you got to know how to reinvent yourself because sometimes God is calling you to turn into something you never knew you even could become. And you got to be able to be a transformer more than meets the eye and become something else. Hey man, have you discovered that that has been um, sort of an issue and a problem uh, with a lot of um, ministries and churches in general is just knowing when it's time to uh, listen to God and, and do that next thing? I think in our community in general, I got phone calls from yeah. politicians, from business owners, from community leaders, from we can find our start and we're very passionate about it. God called me. But the difficulty for many of us is to find 
our finish line. Mm. God, God has said my time is up and it's okay. I'm going to pass the baton. We don't pass the baton with our businesses in our community. Mm. We don't pass the baton uh, in our in our roles of political leadership or community leadership or church leadership. And I'm not saying everybody's got to leave uh, when I left. Uh, 23 years is a long time yes, anyway. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> yes, so it so is. when I say re- retire, you know, people say, well, you can't retire. <laughs> you just 40 44 well, wow. I started when I was 21 yes how, that's why that you look led. so young because I was going to ask you how you <laughs> pulled that off <laughs> I had a lady who was the uh, uh, a lead in an aviation company for those who don't know what aviation is it's airlines airplanes all that she was a part of a private aviation firm and she said you know I've been doing this role and I feel like God wants to move me to a new role and a new and you released me to not be in fear and the embrace and i've had pastors say to me i want to be in education i thought i could only serve god in this one role my whole life i want pastor tell me he wants to be a school superintendent and now he's been freed and released to embrace this role watch this and take his faith to the public school system to be able to empower faculties and staffs and students and districts and all of that so for me the exciting thing is to know that people know that seasons exist and they don't all have to look the same and and you can do more than one thing for your whole life some people are supposed to do only one thing but god gave one one talent one two and one five and so work with what you got maximize every season you're in and and know that god's got grace for for your journey amen i was speaking to my wife the other day and i said you know i'm going to be speaking with pastor charles jenkins and so she was like who i said you've never heard of him she said um no and i said oh okay i said my god is awesome she said oh i said yes that guy and so (laughs) so so I only say that to say that, you know, as the scripture says, your gifts will make room for you. Although a lot of people are still rediscovering who you are, your work and the work that you've done have made room for you because I'm sitting here with four pages of accolades that you have accomplished that most people, some people who, who are around you and keep up with you, they know, but a lot of people just don't know. I, I'm not even going to attempt to read all this stuff, but yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, the awards, the accolades that, that, that are across the spectrum, not just in gospel music, but you are a humanitarian as well. So I just wanted to say thank you for all your continued work and those other realms and other things that you do as well that God is leading you to do. I just wanted to say that. No, I, I appreciate it. You know, we don't we don't serve to be seen, but we should be seen serving by somebody somewhere. And our lives should live in a way that gives. And so, you know, I view myself as the FedEx man. You might not know my name. Uh, you might not know yeah. who I am, but I, but I got a package for you. I got a package for you. Yeah. And, and I said all this stuff about the book. Some people might be wanting to know where to get it. It's at yeah. charlesjenkins.com. Charlesjenkins.com. Yes. Amen. Seasons. Amen. So this, this this song that you've got called Never Knew Love with one of my favorite, you know, I, I, I do listen to R&B, Stephanie Mills. Uh, how did that collaboration come about? I mean, wow, you've done it again, as they say. <laughs> 
you know what? I'm an R&B super fan. I was raised listening to it in my mama's car. Lionel Richie mm-hmm. and and Stephanie Mills and just so many other legends. And I was riding down the street just singing the hook of that record. And I never knew love like this before. And I said, man, there's no love like the love of God. I said, I wonder would they let me gospelize that record. Mm. And I got on the phone with a dear friend, Paxton Baker, who's very close to Stephanie and shared my idea. And he put me on the phone with Stephanie. We were fast friends and laughing and talking. And I invited her to be a part of this song, this idea. She said she would love to. And because I wanted to do it the right way, Mm -hmm. because I was changing the lyrics, I had to get the permission of the original writer and the original producer. And uh, again, I was gospelizing it. And so I had to make it about the Lord. (laughs) So I had to change the lyrics. So she gave me the phone numbers of James M. Tume, who just passed away. Yeah. Oh, wow. Iconic producer Mm -hmm. and reggie lucas who's the original writer Mm -hmm. and they gave me their blessing she 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 drove i was in atlanta at the time she drove to a studio where i was from charlotte and and we jumped in the studio and the rest is history amen did did she really jump at i know she did but i mean did you find that she really jumped at the opportunity to really do something meaningful and gospel because you know a lot of people and because i was uh, um I produced, I co-produced Tom Joyner for seven and a half years. And so I understand that although a lot of people, artists may sing R&B or do other things for a living, at heart, a lot of them love the Lord. And so this was maybe, was it an opportunity for her to really uh, collaborate with you and do something that was going to be meaningful in a way that even if she had done it solo, she just wouldn't have gotten the same response. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's a believer. She loves God. She is done some gospel music work Mm -hmm. before and she was elated at the idea that we were going to take this 1980 grammy award-winning hit Mm -hmm. and and lift people up with it in a different kind of way and celebrate the love of god and to what you just said people forget that the bible is full of stories Stories that might not mention Jesus, stories that talk about love, stories that talk about pain, stories that talk about problems. And 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 you can sing about stories mm-hmm. that reflect real life experiences, circumstances and situations, just like a teacher can talk about them in a classroom <laughs> yes. and, and still love God and serve God with a different melody. And so I think sometimes because we, we had been taught right or mm-hmm. well, some Sometimes we call some things, we throw them at the wall as wrong and we ridicule, revile and reject. And there are people that love God that just maybe with a different rhythm, a different beat, different music. And sometimes R&B music, it overlaps with gospel music. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of R&B singers, you know, uh, music. The musicians are the same. Yeah, yeah you're right about that. <laughs> you're right All about that. All these R&B that. musicians mm-hmm. are church boys. Yep. But but as long as the the content isn't derogatory, defaming, defacing disrespectful it's all right to sing about love and the, and the tell stories i got a song i'm getting ready to drop wow it's it's gonna be a women's anthem it's called the soul of a woman wow and it embodies i've been told it embodies everything a woman is it sounds kind of sam cookish it's not a gospel song in it's in what we call gospel is traditional essence of hallelujah thank you jesus 
but it is gospel in the context that it is good news yes and it takes other parts of the scripture edifying building up uplifting and all of those kinds of things and so my understanding revelation and commitment to what the good news is enables me to make other stuff too so amen. i just wanted to give that context and amen. understand it. amen as we wrap up the interview i guess uh, this is the, this is where we uh, ask you to tell the listeners where they can get more information about you where they can follow you on social media where they, where they can get your music and once again where they can purchase your book seasons you can follow me right now on instagram charles jenkins is my name or on facebook follow me at charles jenkins music i'm talking back to you and hanging out with you on a regular basis and so jump in charlesjenkins.com where you get the book seasons feedback is amazing friends are buying them for friends i'm happy to get it to you today charlesjenkins.com and i'm working on a brand new album Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, okay. See, and see, I, I'm tempted to ask you to go into that, but I won't do that. I won't do it because we'll, we'll be here. You know, uh, well, well, I'll have well, to have you back. You this. Go, go, go. I hadn't said this nowhere else. Okay, that's okay. all I'm gonna say. Okay. I, I, you, you got it first. I'm working on a brand new album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand. So, listen, the one and only Pastor Charles Jenkins. Thank you so so much for returning to Real Gospel, and thank you, and have a tremendous Tremendous rest of the day. Thank you. You do the same. You're listening to Real Gospel with the X-Men. And the real flashback song of the hour is on the way.